Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. Mm. You know him from his last appearance on Dunktown. He's a comedian and a writer on The Good Place. It's Joe Mandy. Hi. 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 Thanks for coming back. My play. You know, I'm here mostly for the theme song. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it live again. <laughs> That's really nice. Thank you. Um, you're, you're wolves. Mm. Yeah. They're they're having a hard time. It's a, it's a rough, it's been a rough decade but yeah <laughs> this year's been really rough yeah i feel like our last episode there was a little bit of uh hope and now that hope is i kind think of the gone. last time i was here was sort of like the turning point mm-hmm. it was like they got blown out by the rockets and then it's just been really bad ever since mm. so maybe this will turn it back around yeah maybe it was our fault yeah maybe <laughs> yeah we were too optimistic at i the mean time. truly if you can trace it back to jake layman getting hurt mm-hmm. which is a problem if like your team's success is dependent on Jake. <laughs> like that's, I don't know. It's not, you're not, nothing bad about him. It's just like, that. that's not, yeah, probably not a well-constructed team is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. Sorry. It's, hey, it is my life. It's, I'm used to it. It's been like my whole adult life. It's yeah. Been, it's been this. That's you, all right. Do you ever follow the WNBA? Because Minnesota's team in the WNBA is awesome. I've, I've watched, yeah, multiple like championship mm-hmm. runs for them. So I, yeah, I wish it would just sort of transfer over. <laughs> they would just through like, osmosis in the locker room or something. Yeah. yeah, their cooties would like get in the locker room and yeah, spread those <laughs> winning cooties, man. We need them. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel for the wolves. We'll get into the game that we watched a little bit later, but uh, there's some real cuties on that team, though. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they're cuties and they're big boys. They're a lot of big boys. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seeing them today, I was like, whoa, they're huge. <laughs> they're huge. Yeah. Um, and I call Carl Car- Anthony Towns kitty cat. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. We kept going meow meow whenever he would <laughs> yeah. get a big dunk or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like that, I can tell. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it just, it's funny that that's the obvious sort of way to go if your name you know spells yeah. cap it also doesn't like strike fear in the hearts of your opponents <laughs> i think if your fans are going like meow, 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 <laughs> after you, you know, dunk the ball he dunks and when he's at home in minnesota the whole arena erupts and meow meow right, everyone's like playing with string <laughs> i like that yeah, that's cute, cute. <laughs> why not uh let's talk about the good plays that just ended how does that feel weird yeah, yeah it's weird that it but good i feel like we we knew after season two that we could only write two more seasons max. So yeah. Like, we kind of saw where it was headed. So I think I'm really happy with the finale for sure. And just, uh, I can't say anything bad about it. Cause I yeah. don't I also don't want to say like, Oh, I wish we kept going. Cause it was like yeah. our decision to end it. So for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, some shows just go on for too long. And exactly. So the we didn't want yeah. that. We certainly didn't want that. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched it, uh, yesterday great ending thank you yeah it stayed consistent all the way through i loved it appreciate that thank you and um you got a little coffee shop name drop in there (laughs) yeah um me and um my fellow writer matt murray uh we set up a really obnoxious like coffee station in the writer's room and then it became a source of tension between obnoxious how just like very particular it was like a pour over (laughs) station with like a tea kettle that got to a specific temperature (laughs) 
hundred dollar tea kettle. Oh yeah, I mean like it was a truly. That's what I mean. Obnoxious. It was like, like <laughs> top of the line. You would see it like blue bottle or something. Yeah. And it was like it took up real estate in the like common kitchen area. <laughs> like no one else was allowed to touch it but the two of us. So yeah, amazing. So it, like that had that was there was tension building for four years about our <laughs> coffee setup. So then there's a joke about it. In the, I haven't seen. Yeah, the last there's episode. a. I mean, it's like you have to like pause it, but. <laughs> One of the characters walks into a coffee shop that's called Murray and Mandy's obnoxiously complicated pour over. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, so have you been watching, you know, like the NBA season as a whole? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm constantly texting people about the NBA. Yeah. I've got friends. I got friends who are Lakers fans, obviously. So I'm, I'm up to date and Clippers fans as well. Yeah. I've got a psychotic friend who's a, <laughs> a Hawks fan. Oh, wow. So he's going through a similar, similar, like miserable season. Yeah. yeah. But he's and got Trey Young. Exactly. So yeah. he's like, that's his one thing. And, yeah. and meanwhile, I, I've got Kitty Cat. Yeah. <laughs> But he's been injured for most of the season. It's just been like, yeah. So, but I, and I've been watching a bunch of Zion games now that he's been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I watch more than enough basketball, for sure. sure. Do you feel like anyone was uh, snubbed in the all-star choices? I, I feel like I get why, Towns is playing insane offensively, but he's so like compromised defensively and he missed a bunch of games. So I don't, I, don't know if he's a snub i think devin booker maybe yeah mm-hmm. towns didn't get, didn't make it no oh, no i yeah. thought he was on there mm. yeah but he, but he missed a bunch of games you yeah know? yeah they, but he dominates when he's playing yeah and then like then they lose by 10 I mean, it's just like <laughs> yeah you, i think a, you have to you have to sort of factor in winning too. yeah that's why i think like brandon ingram's kind of a stretch but i'm happy he got it because yeah I, I love watching him play so yeah and i think that's like the trey young of it too is like of course he's gonna make the all-star game he's like the most fun right. dude it's like him and luca yeah you know there's like there's like five guys that you like tune in to watch For sure. yeah it's like their highlights are all over the place the next day he's so good yeah. yeah but people seem really mad i don't know if they were this mad last year but people seem really upset about it this year <laughs> it's like also but who cares like yeah. there's so there's only so many spots right that's the problem right it and it's like i don't know i don't know if um there's like financial stuff as much for all-star games as there is for like all nba stuff but like you can like you're you could lose millions of dollars if you don't make an all nba really team. yeah because you're like there are like contractual um levels you hit oh you my hit god all nba teams so i didn't know I did, that, I didn't know that yeah. either and i guess that makes sense it's crazy so but but i think it's also just for legacy like some people don't get into the hall of fame if they're not on enough all-star teams and stuff yeah, yeah so. that makes sense um, I want to give a shout out to Bradley Beal, who's an absolute cutie, didn't make the team. We still love you. You're on our team. Yeah, you're on our um, cutie all-stars. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this last time, right? We did. Okay. I mean, I think Kelly Oubre was on Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <sighs> he's got to be number one on <laughs> every cutie all-star team. <laughs> he was, he's definitely, yeah, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. <laughs> There's a hot take coming up. <laughs> Kelly Oubre, number one in the West. Bradley Beal, number one in the East. Damn. I love this. They would be the captains of the all-star teams, I, in my opinion. Yeah. 
if it was based on cuteness. I support this. All cuties. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We'll have to, we'll have to flesh the whole thing out and make them actually play. Next time you come, there's going to be a huge chart with like (laughs) string (laughs) of who's, who's on, you know, right. Like um, like shirtless photo. (laughs) Red circles on it. Someone's butt. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds good. Let's do it. Um, there's one thing that I'm like, I don't want to talk about, but I'm going to bring it up because I think we I think we should talk about it is uh, last weekend, a week ago, Kobe died. Uh, it's news to no one listening. This is the first time that we've recorded mm-hmm. since um, since he died. And it's uh, definitely been a weird week to be following basketball. Very, very sad. Uh, seeing all the players having to play and crying on the bench and everything is just absolutely heartbreaking. It's not a secret that Agata and I have never been fans of Kobe. We've said it many times on this podcast. Um, But yeah, I don't know. My heart goes out to the people who are in mourning and um, we were like not sure how to talk about it. Right. Yeah, we were going back and forth because we we're like, this show is so stupid. <laughs> this show is like, <laughs> doesn't seem like we should address any like, you know, anything super serious like this. But it's no, this we have a dumb, goofy show. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I guess it's sort of like that's what sports is about, though, right? It's it is ultimately it is frivolous, and like yeah. you can get kind of over emotional about it. But then when something like this happens, it really you it makes you realize how important. It really is to, yeah. you, to you if you follow it and yeah. like how these people do like resonate. And like I I I hated Kobe for he was like a wrestling heel though. Like yeah. he sort of like embraced that and yeah. fed off of that. But like, you know, I think you kinda like you had to be a Lakers fan to like fully appreciate like what he was for the team and for the city, right? But yeah. like I think at a certain point when you like actively hate someone like that, for me, it was, I remember my in high school, my art class, I did a self-portrait, which was a portrait of me as Vince Carter dunking <laughs> on Kobe Bryant, who was the devil. Like, I was, like, fully psycho. Like, I hated him. And Please tell me you still have this. I, I think it's my art. parents' basement. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, Amazing. And, but it's, like, when you devote that much energy to, like, actively disliking someone, there's a part of you that, like, has to respect that person enough to like keep caring enough to like hate them you know what i mean it's yeah, a complicated yeah. thing and like i when i walked into the arena this morning like just seeing that memorial it, you realize just like how the effect he had on the city and the people here and yeah like, it really it was like it was like princess diana died or something yeah, yeah there was hundreds of people outside for people like, yeah. who don't know um right in front of staple center there's this kind of road that is usually blocked off, but sometimes you can drive through it. Um, but it's definitely blocked off now because there are these big sheets of fabric or paper or something that you, that people have been signing that's that are like, um, you know, dedicated to Kobe. And then there's just like piles of flowers and things yeah, that people that have left. The whole plaza is just filled with like flowers and like homemade art. Yeah. yeah. It's really kind of incredible it's Um, crazy yeah it's insane and so i mean he is a complicated figure for sure and like i don't i don't really know and it's not my place to like 
speak on it really but yeah. like it is like like it was so sudden and then it makes you realize like how impactful that person's been right you know? plus this is I mean, look, I probably I don't know the history of the NBA, but this feels like the biggest tragedy to hit the NBA, like at least in my lifetime and knowledge, like has there been a superstar on his level that has died young and suddenly like this? I don't think so. Not that I know. of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like they get older and they die and then it's like a tribute to them. But it's not the same thing as like a random tragic event like this where like his daughter died and a bunch of other people died. Like it's fucking horrible. Yeah. It's definitely going to um, resonate like for years and years and years. Like I think people are going to be like, this is where I was when Kobe died or whatever. And yeah, I think at the risk of sounding like a liberal snowflake cuck, (laughs) (laughs) I've been triggered, (laughs) triggered by like the conversations around it. I mean, I, I just think like he, you know, was he did something fucking horrible and like the way that that rape case has like blown up in the news and stuff like that's affected every other sexual assault and rape case like like those high profile cases really do like set the tone for everybody else and that's like something that just really triggered me because i'm like that's fucked up the way that it happened was fucked up and like yes he admitted that he did something wrong but like he still like destroyed a woman's life so i don't think he gets a free pass for that like people keep kind of dismissing it like it was just like oh he admitted to it but i don't think like he still did a lot of damage yeah i think like that's the other thing about kobe is like he had all of these sides to him and one side is this horrible thing that like he did and i think if I think people can easily like flush it from their minds, but if they saw footage of it or something, they'd be like, Oh my God, that's a horrible violent act or whatever. You know, like I I just think like that part of the conversation is hard because I also don't want to diminish other people's mourning. You should mourn. Like it is, everyone has feelings and all those feelings are valid, but it's also like, then there are abuse survivors that have to watch an abuser being praised like a god in the press and that's right. also hard yeah so i guess just everyone be nice to each other <laughs> yeah there's so much like mourning and pain and grief right now and it's like everyone is upset and i think especially on twitter people just tend to take it out on each other and that's yeah. not cool you know and yeah it's been fucking horrible on yeah twitter especially. i've been like kind of trying not to look at I wouldn't uh, recommend stuff. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in general. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we'll we were, do the Mandy method. We'll yeah. just leave Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we were in San Francisco when um, the news broke, got a ton of text messages that morning. And then we drove back to LA. And as soon as we entered LA, um, like there were, there were a couple like old Kobe murals that have been there forever, but then like people had been placing flowers in front of them. I was like, Oh my God, this is crazy. And then a bus drove by us with Kobe yeah. rip Kobe on the, you know, little yeah, digital yeah. sign. Yeah. That's weird. The whole city's <laughs> in mourning. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Intense enough. Yeah. We can yeah. get 
it's I'm just like because I I'm doing stand up at the All Star Game oh, this yeah. year, and like there is, I'm just like concerned, like oh, is this just cloud gonna linger, you know, for that whole event? And are, are you gonna be able to tell jokes about any? Yeah, so it's gonna be yeah. interesting for sure to do comedy in that uh, environment. We'll That's see. exciting though. Like, what? Where are you gonna be performing? Like in the arena? No, 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 no. The, <laughs> On the court while they're yeah, playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, sideline comedy yeah you it's sort of like when uh teams like when you uh go to pick up games at the park and mm-hmm. like the the other side is free for like three seconds so you can like <laughs> shoot I, you like run out with a microphone on that half court side <laughs> like that free throw line while they're like <laughs> squeegeeing the sweat off and then uh, you can do like one joke and you have to run you just like quickly get yeah. one out yeah. yeah you and the sweeper kid <laughs> No, the All-Star Game is like the Oscars or the Emmys or whatever. There's like all these like side parties. Yeah. So, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm doing like one of, uh, there's like a Conan Team Coco party. That oh, that's I'm doing fun. Stand up at. Yeah. That's so cool. So if you're in Chicago on the 15th of February, come out. Go see Yeah. Joe. yeah. Are you going to try to go to any like are you going to the stuff? game like uh, the actual i game? think i'll go to the game okay, yeah that's cool. on sunday um and i'll yeah I'll, I'll try to get to as much as i can but yeah. like all like i think the the show is also at the same time as like the slam dunk competition and stuff mm. or too close to go to that but i don't know i'm gonna believe me i'm gonna try to get into anything i can yeah <laughs> are you gonna try to do some like tampering or something yeah oh yeah <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna Tanya Harding exactly. someone's knee. I'm gonna kidnap Luca Doncic, <laughs> force him to sign a just send him to us. A trade demand to the Timberwolves. <laughs> um, that's so cool. Yeah. I feel like someday we're gonna have to go to the All Star Game, and I've been one time. Oh, that's right, you yeah, have been to the the one that was at Dallas Cowboy Stadium. Whoa, really? Yeah. When was that? 2011. Okay. Yeah. It's so fun. It was fun. It was definitely fun. I'm. I don't. I next year's the year. Yeah. yeah. Next year it's, we're gonna be performing the All Star Game in Utah. So you you got. Your, oh, that's, you're gonna be able to get into let's the Utah. Do it. One. Yeah, we have to actually. Um, we're doing a show on the thirteenth. Thirteenth. Um, <laughs> that's uh, it's called Pod Star Weekend. It's a bunch of basketball podcasts and uh, comedians, great basketball related <laughs> comedians, <laughs> performing together. And I think um, the Airbuds who are putting it on said the whole point of doing this is to try and do it at the All Star Game next year. Absolutely. So what? I didn't hear that. So maybe we'll try and uh, get and something together. That would be awesome. You guys should just say your sister wife. <laughs> <laughs> like i guess we have to let them in yeah. it's utah utah's like, like hold on and we're like no we're sister wives like okay, okay come on yeah, come yeah. on <laughs> we're fucking <laughs> wait that's what sister wives are wait everyone fucks no, wait. they all just like share a door oh you're right like, oh there's God. a great yeah there's great shows on the on this subject i have seen they, it but it really i saw one but it was it turned into such a bummer that I had to stop watching it. Oh, I live for that. <laughs> they, they were like, uh, they started like arguing with each other yeah, about like, it, you know, the same argument, which is I don't have enough time with my right. wonderful, adoring husband because he has eight other wives. This is a reality and, show? Yeah, yeah, but it gets, I, I don't remember the name of it. I think it got canceled because the audiences got too like darked out by like how fucked up it <laughs> yeah. was. Oh. Just everyone being like, please Man, come. I guess I just have like such a... Uh, 
like appetite for that kind I, i'll just like watch human misery is like my <laughs> shit so i yeah Amazing. i just have like a crazy tolerance for that i um grew up around a lot of mormons and so i became obsessed with them kind of in high school and was like i gotta learn everything there is to learn about them you speak their language and i read this great book called um the Book Under, of Mormon. <laughs> the Book of Mormon. And I have some copies yeah. for you too, and I think you should read them. Uh, it's called, I think it's called Under the Banner of Heaven. Uh-huh. And it's about the fundamentalist LDS church. Yeah. And it's fucked up and and horrifying. And I recommend it to you, Joe. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, shall we move on? Keep that in. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Uh, this has well, become a Mormon podcast, like, actually. We're in 2020. We're speaking our intentions and we're going to be <laughs> at the NBA All-Star Game next year. Mm-hmm. Yes. All three of us performing. <laughs> All three of us married to Kelly. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's dream. speak that intention. Oh, yeah. All right. Opening so. for the game. <laughs> they have openers, right? Yeah. Instead of where J. Cole performed last year, <laughs> it's just us like goofing off and chatting. <laughs> right. It sounds pretty good. To it me. could happen. All right, so so much happens in one week, and we have a little segment to wrap it up called Previously on Basketball. Previously on Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Nice. I'm going to grab another White Claw. Does anybody want? No, I'm good. Okay. Joe so kindly brought some White Claws. Look, I um, just felt like it, it helps out with the general vibe. Yeah, it's more of a party. Yeah. <laughs> You are the only guest who has ever brought uh, a refreshment. Two times now. Two times. Last time you brought beer. This time you brought White Claw. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but my plant is very healthy. <laughs> is it doing well? It lo- oh, I gotta check it out. You yeah. get, on the way out, check it. I'll point it out to you. It's huge. It's yeah, massive. I have to give it beer, yeah. though, or it will eat me. <laughs> yeah, right after you dumped that beer in there, she was like, I can't stop it from right. growing. I'm just trimming it every day. It's my little shop of horrors, but it needs beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's an alcoholic plant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, whoosh me, Gabe. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Kind of. You sound weird. <laughs> Okay, I'm having mic issues on my It's end. okay. Okay, so I'm just going to be quiet for the rest of the show. <laughs> we won't interact You sound with very, you. like, distorted. You sound sad. <laughs> <sighs> NBA announces starters, reserves, and a new format for the 2020 All-Star Game. <sighs> Players respond to being snubbed by All-Star and Rising Stars games. <sighs> Damian Lillard and Kawhi Leonard hit their first career triple-doubles. Marcus Morris issues apology for sexist comments made during post-game interview. Allen Iverson's backpack containing $500,000 worth of jewelry is stolen, then returned. Fan who doesn't deserve his courtside seat pushes Kyle Lowry in Cleveland. (laughs) I didn't know that. Alan Iverson got his jewelry back. I didn't know that either. Um, I guess Gabe uh, put that on there. I just saw that it was stolen. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so disrespectful. Maybe someone put it in the mail and anonymously. <laughs> they just felt so bad. Where was it stolen? Uh, we need Gabe for this. Yeah. And he can't talk. Gabe, can you bring your warbly voice back? <laughs> no. All right. I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> it's okay. We can. Oh no! Gabe stole the jewelry. <laughs> He's like, I can't. He has to plead the fifth. Um, 
We have a little clip of Kyle Lowry being pushed. Well, let's watch it. <laughs> That's it's unbelievable, man. Like, I, I, the fans don't... Rude. I, I, the NBA fans shouldn't be represented by people like him. And um, <laughs> the second time it's happened to me, and it's kind of getting crazy because, you know, next time it happened, I don't know if I'm going to be able to control myself. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Look, if Scary. that guy had pushed Kyle Lowry's butt, I would get it because he just wants to touch his butt. Yeah. But he pushed his back. Yeah. In a, like, aggressive, like, get the fuck off me kind of way. Yeah. Which, like, why? Like, he's, pl- he's an, doing his job. And it's an honor to have him sit on yeah. you. Yeah. You've touched a butt that many people talk about. Mm. Me- thousands of people. Famous butt. But it's also, like, an honor to have those seats. Yeah. So, like, and that's, yeah. like, the most entitled, like sports bro attitude to yeah be like i'm a part of this i rep <laughs> i'm a member of this team you know like yeah get off me that's crazy like i have to do my part for right. the team and right. pushing kyle lowry wait uh, he, he was a fan of the other team i'm yeah, assuming yeah. this was at the uh, in cleveland well fuck that okay yeah. like show some respect yeah to that to that fan he should one. never be allowed to get courtside seats ever again anywhere. And he should give us his courtside seats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we deserve it more than him. Imagine our response to Kyle Lowry sitting on us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it would be like upsetting in the opposite <laughs> way, right? You wouldn't let him back in the game. We just yeah, latch on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you'd be, you'd piggyback the rest of the game. <laughs> We're just hooked on yeah. him. He gets up and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what a dream, honestly. Can't wait till that happens. All right. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, let's let's show some of these snub clips. Let's watch Bradley Beal. I'm a little pissed off about it, but I know how I am. I was kind of expecting it, honestly. It's disrespectful. But the real ones know, so I'm going to just keep competing. And I'm going to try to get my team in the playoffs, for sure. <laughs> He's so upset. He is... Um, wife or fiance or fiance she um yeah you're like he's not married yet. <laughs> yeah not yet <laughs> you have like not a yet. countdown clock but he should marry her because she, she went to bat for him yeah, she, really did. she was amazing <laughs> she was like rattling off his stats um just being very uh supportive of him in a way that i don't know his team should be or his uh, coach or right, right, right. i don't know it, the the wizards should have been maybe a little made a comment about it but anyway she did and she's awesome i want to marry her <laughs> okay well get in line uh let's let's show uh jackson hayes oh this is a big one have you seen this no. joe <laughs> yo this all i say on the subject bro because all y'all want to keep sliding up and shit and saying oh no, you should have made it yeah Great camera work i didn't so i mean it is what it is i mean it's a bunch of bullshit the nba can really suck my dick bro <laughs> Shit's just crazy to me, bro. I work in a fucking political league that's all about politics. And this angle, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> he, Imagine saying that about your boss on a video. He, I mean, sometimes I want to. Yeah, but I'm not you, my boss. I love my boss. Actually, we're close friends. <laughs> He's gonna listen to this. No, so watch your words. But um, but past bosses, come on. Uh, no, but he. I he, mean, of course, I understand the impulse, <laughs> but like to actually do it and post it on inst- What the fuck was that angle? Right, it was yeah, crazy crotch camera up. work. <laughs> he he was holding it while walking, and it was like up his nose angle. And he is a rookie. I mean, he, this is your first year in the league. Yes, I agree. He is killing it. 
But he, even Luca didn't get all star on his. No, no, no. Life. He's talking about rising stars. Oh, but the rising stars is rookies and sophomores, and the way it's. I guess what he's talking about it being political. I guess it is geopolitical. <laughs> in that there's a world team and a U.S. team, and the U.S. team is just stacked. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know how he thinks he's going to get in that team. Like, well, it's crazy. so I think the thing is that Zion is on it and Zion has played like four games. Mm. And I look, I think he's very supportive. I'm not saying Jackson Hayes is not supportive of his teammates. And I feel like he is, but I think he has been killing it while Zion was injured. Sure. But of course, Zion's going to get on. Of course. Zion, yeah. Of course. There's no question about yeah. it. A superstar. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, unless maybe he had like he still wasn't playing or something like I could see that. But even then, I wouldn't be surprised. He did issue an apology today. Uh, Jackson Hayes did. He posted something on Instagram that's like, I I'm blessed and grateful to play in the NBA. No. <laughs> Please oh, don't yeah. kill yeah. me. <laughs> So um, I would never do anything to jeopardize the opportunity I have to play the game I love. Uh, you just did, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Comments turned off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, hang in there, bud. You'll get it someday. He's. Yeah. I. It's I, also like you can get it next year. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just it's not a big deal. I don't think. No. Yeah. Like Zion's not going to get it. Zion will be a, a regular All Star next likely. year. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then. Uh, Let's. M- I don't Marcus know. Marcus Morris. Yeah, let's talk about Marcus Morris uh, for a minute. He. Do we have the video of his comment? I don't think it's a build up, man. I think dude is just, you know, he plays. He's talking about Jay Crowder. Like he just a lot of female tendencies on the court, flopping and throwing his head back the entire game. And like I said, man, it's a man's game, and you just get tired of it, man. And then he's just unprofessional, man. It's soft. His game is soft. He's soft. It's just, you know, just how he carried him, man. You know, it's just very woman-like. What? Uh, that pissed everyone off yeah. for obvious yeah. reasons. Female tendencies, very woman-like. Go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah. Like, the WNBA players were pissed. I mean, Liz Cambage was, like, I tweeting about it. <laughs> She's a badass. It's also funny to be, like, woman-like, uh, female tendencies. Also, his team crushed my team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he yeah. outplayed me in every single way. I think Liz Cambage... She said female tendencies wins games, though. Yeah, and then exactly Jay right. Crowder retweeted that, which I thought was really funny. He, uh, he uh, Marcus Morris responded, can you go back, Gabe? Oh, he's backtracking. He's I was like, wrong. I was wrong. I'm very sorry to all yeah. women. Blah, he blah, blah. Capitalized women. <laughs> <laughs> that's he's how very you know. sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's how you know that he cares. Um, that being said, though, I saw some very funny responses <laughs> to this about how women be flopping. <laughs> um, so I love the response. I, wonder, I do, too. I wonder if it's just because, like, Jake Crowder has, like, beautiful hair. Mm, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was a compliment. That's Maybe he's point. actually attracted to Jay Crowder yeah. and it's confusing yeah. him a little bit. Oh my God. I didn't <laughs> even consider that. He's, he's just like his woman. Like I just, uh, <laughs> he's so, just so like distracted. Un- unfair distraction. Yeah. I just, I want to, I just want to like pet his hair. Yeah. <laughs> when his hair wafted yeah. by me and I smelled his herbal essence. <laughs> yeah. I can see that being true. Uh, uh, well, he definitely got spanked pretty hard yeah. for saying that, which he deserved. Yeah. Next time, just ask if you can kiss him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Today we watch the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Los Angeles Clippers live at Staples Center on February 1st, 2020. Let's meet the boys. Let's meet the boys. Great group of guys. Uh, You know, great group of guys. (laughs) (laughs) So on the Timberwolves. Nice. (laughs) We have the starters Shabazz Napier, Jarrett Culver, Andrew Wiggins, Robert Covington, Carl Anthony Towns, and off Off the bench, we had Josh Akogi, Jordan McLaughlin, and Keita Bates Giop. Head coach Ryan Saunders, mascot Crunch the Wolf. (laughs) And on the Clippers. We have Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Maurice Harkless, Ivica Zubots, Patrick Beverly, off the bench. Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> off the bench, Trez, Lou, and Shamit, aka Shamwow. <laughs> Head coach Doc Rivers. You guys know. You guys know these guys already. Yeah. We, we are. We've been accused of being a Clippers podcast, which is blasphemy. <laughs> Yeah, people are mad that we're covering LA teams so much. We hear you. We just plan this shit out way in advance. Yeah. yeah. When did we we asked you about doing this episode like two months ago? It's true. Yeah. Like So pe- calm down. We're we hear you. We will cover many, many other teams, yeah. uh, especially between now and the playoffs. So also we live in LA, so that's the games we can go to. Right. <laughs> I just want to make two points. Yes, okay. please. Shabazz Napier had his first career triple-double last week, but wasn't mentioned. Oh, no. And I don't want to be a homer, but <laughs> for doing like an all-cutie team, yeah. I think the team should be coached by Ryan Sanders. Oh, he is a cutie. Yeah. Gabe, pull him up. He, he also, his dad was a coach, is yeah, that right? Yeah, his dad was the coach of the Wolves in our like brief moment of success <laughs> when i was a child um uh, okay and he's okay. he's like fairly okay. young yeah he, i'm older hello than he's like a, a great dresser look at that fade i mean he's got he's got great suits he's yeah, got he's got style a great hairline does he seem like a nice guy he seems very nice yeah the players really like him he's hot suggestion taken yeah and okay. we're gonna yeah we're definitely gonna pick whoa he's smoldering in that it <laughs> seems like it has an instagram filter on it yeah. <laughs> all right well we'll definitely keep that in mind. i can't think of any other hot coach I know, so just, just think about it yeah we'll do that i wait who else like eric spolstra give me a break <laughs> No, he's got this. He's running away with it. Yeah, I mean, Ryan... I mean, is, the team has like four wins, but he's running away with it. Well, maybe like Nick Nurse. I mean, he's kind of hot. I would say he's... <laughs> Just like everyone's like revealing too much. You know, when he wears like the goofy clothes. Yeah. Well, no, she loves um, guitar playing like baseball uh, cap okay. Nick yeah, Nurse. Yeah. Cool. No glasses Nick Nurse. Cool. <laughs> Um, I so you like James Dolan too for the same reason? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, when he plays the blues, <laughs> does he really? Yeah, yeah he has he, a blues band. JD in the Straight Show. <laughs> okay, I gotta check that out. Um, all right, let's talk about the game. Let's play some basketball. 
so first off, there was a very loud child. I don't know if he was a child. He looked between 16 and 18 behind us. And he was great. I loved his energy. Keep it up, kid. That was, I thought that was a grown man. No, he was like a I never turned around to look at him. <laughs> <laughs> but he kept saying, let's play some basketball. And that's what I heard every time. <laughs> or or he would say, let us play basketball because the refs kept stopping the game. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a great KD quote. Was he like waiting to play? <laughs> he <laughs> seemed, he was like he was very, like, he was ready to jump in. He had a very like. He was suited up. He was like, okay, you guys scored 21 points. Like, let's switch. Right? Like, <laughs> in the fourth quarter, he was like, all right, put the rookies in. I think he thought of himself right, as a rookie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, he he seemed nervous all the way up to the very end. It's like, dude, the Clippers have been winning the yeah, game. Like, calm down. <laughs> um, I wasn't at my seat um, for the first, like, almost one half. and a half yeah. quarters. And Anastasia was there. So I didn't I didn't see a lot of the game. But I got to be close to the players. And you I got, got to, to be in the tunnel. I got to touch Chuck Condor on his big butt. <laughs> And Kid Condor, which is... Uh, have you I seen I just this? found out about Kid Condor. What a, what a weirdo. Oh, like, honestly, he looks like an old man, but he's supposed to be Chuck's younger brother. I he, don't know the, like, lore. <laughs> I don't know the, the canon of the Condor family. <laughs> well, I just learned he's, like, the... He's the mascot for their, like, Ottawa League or something. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. And so, he just, like, had the day off, so... <laughs> He can come he over. He comes sometimes to the Clippers game. I don't know exactly. We but did like, see a funny moment where he has this massive head and a massive baseball cap on top of it, a red, you know, Clippers baseball cap. And a kid came up to him and asked if they could switch baseball caps. So he put this tiny regular child size <laughs> cap on his head and the kid had the massive that's, face a, that's a good bit that's it was bit. really it was funny hilarious <laughs> and i think they took was, a photo i think it was his idea so this, this kind of speaks to the quality of the game that we're immediately like the key the the secondary mascot switch hats with a child and anyway look though okay here's the thing i'm spoiling the whole game for you people who three days later <laughs> but uh I thought it was actually a pretty good game. Like the the Timberwolves were not that far behind for most of the game. The look, that's the frustrating thing about this team this season is that they're not atrocious. Like yeah. they are like competitive and they just lose close games or they like today was like a typical uh example of just they just lost it in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. Like they were just like the Clippers went on a run and they just like couldn't uh, gain any traction after that and it's yeah, just like that yeah. happens uh, whatever but um they're not they're not as bad as their record would indicate you know yeah. what I mean? and they've just had bad luck like guys gotten injured and gotten sick and uh it's just been a weird year all around yeah plus i feel like there's key good boys what do you mean by that <laughs> <laughs> you said that and i was like i'm uh, you're like yeah uh -huh. um so there's the i would say like there's key guys who are doing most of the work defensively and offensively. And if they sit down or get tired, oh, uh, yes. it's like they, yeah. they don't run that deep. Key good boys means the, the bench is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bench is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true that like when you take out Towns and Covington specifically, the like it's just not a, a above average NBA team. Like it's just like, you know, just it's kind of rough. Yeah. yeah. 
did the did the team like reach out to you or anything you, you're a super fan yeah no i before the game i got to go down i met um like the the dave benz and jim peterson who are like the play-by-play guys for minnesota's yeah. team so i met them and uh got to like stand on the court and stuff and That's then a, a ball flew by me and i grabbed it and i threw it to wiggins and he <gasps> shot uh? he got a three so i t- technically got like an assist oh, you I, did yeah, yeah, it was very cool well, that's fucking cool. They should put you on the team. I well, I know, but my so I was wearing a Josh Kogi jersey, and I like, I like thinking that if you wear a jersey, that means that you're technically like that person's understudy. <laughs> like if he gets hurt, that you can like go. So like, I was kind of not that I would ever hope injury on ever anyone, no, but right. if, if he were to like tweak an ankle or something, like they might just look around and be like, oh, he's wearing the jersey. <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah. he knows all the, the lines. rules are exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's like the kid behind us. I'm sure he could have just. Right. I know in. all the lines. If I step over that one, it's <laughs> out of bounds. So this stay, one's three. Stay inside these ones. Yeah, that one's a three line. <laughs> I get this game. Yeah. Wow. You well, have technically a, you have a uh, you have a stat you yeah. have a stat line I know, for the Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves, and that's fucking cool. It was, um, it was yeah, it was a great moment. And I'm re- like I'm just saying I'm ready. Yeah. If it happens, I li- literally go to the park three times a week and shoot jumpers just in case <laughs> in this scenario where this is <laughs> becomes a reality. And I mean, uh, maybe, maybe he's not injured, injured. Maybe he just has like bad diarrhea or something. Oh yeah. Oh God. He ate I a bad so. fish sandwich <laughs> and he, his butt is just leaking. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta step in. Yeah. Um, what, I would be the wrong person for that. Cause I feel like 80% of the time I'm in that. <laughs> Oh no, our understudy also has diarrhea. <laughs> then you're just next to him in the locker yeah. room on a toilet. We're like holding hands under the <laughs> toilet seat divider. <laughs> oh, you said they invited you to the locker room, right? I yeah, so the they're very look, the Timberwolves are they're a lovely organization. They gave me some pass that would have allowed me to enter the locker room, but I felt like they're on a massive losing streak and yeah. I don't know any player. Um, on this team but what if you could have like gotten their spirits up you know like just gone in there and really pumped them up look like give them a a michael jordan and space jams kind of speech (laughs) that just turned everything around um yeah i mean that would have the game was over (laughs) so that's the the major problem with that i wouldn't have done any good well for the next one Um, yeah for the next one I mean, Josh Okogie is on the highly political Rising Stars world team. So I'm hoping if I'm at the, uh, when I'm at the All-Star game, maybe we connect. Then next time I get a pass. Also, it's like, what does that mean to like be in the locker room? I'm just going to watch these guys like dress. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy to like <laughs> go like get drinks after right. the game or whatever. I don't need to like be in the locker it room. It feels too intimate. Like when the reporters are talking about how they're in the locker room, it's like, let them wash their balls it's like they're the weird, sweaty it's the weirdest part of that job is yeah. that like you like the guys are have to like answer questions right after they take a shower yeah, yeah. actually there's um okay i'm gonna butcher this i only know a little bit about this because my sister told me about it but there is a documentary there's like a 30 for 30 or something about a woman reporter who I think she was like working for the Celtics or something who was the first woman to like fight to be able to get into the locker room. Yeah. And um, I think at that point they should have just been like, 
no reporters in the locker room. Right. Like, not like, yes, she should have been allowed to do what any other reporter does. But, uh, but maybe just no reporters in the locker room. I think for everyone, I think it's like, I think let the guys shower and collect their thoughts. Right. I mean, like, I I wonder if the worry is that they can like slip out through a door and Mm. not talk to the media. But if you just establish a rule where like there's a room between the locker room and the exit where you have to, yeah. you know, do like five minutes of questions yeah. or whatever. I think that seems so much more normal yeah. than like these exhausted men with like towels around, like they're sitting on a <laughs> yeah. like bench and, you know, enduring these questions when they clearly just are just like exhausted and like fried. And I don't right. know, it's, just, it's, it's such a weird ritual. Right. It's, and it's, it's like inherently sexist. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, Speaking of Joshua Kogi, Great butt. Great butt. <laughs> okay, we got to talk about the uniforms because we've yes. talked about the the fir- the very first time we talked about the Timberwolves uniforms when they were wearing these. We talked about how they look like old swimming. Oh yeah, like onesies. <laughs> yeah. Swimming onesies, yeah. and 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 it's still like look. It still looks like that, which we're into. But also, white is like like a white is a color that like really emphasizes like big things. So. If you got it's, a big butt and you're wearing white shorts and, and horizontal lines, horizontal yes. lines, it's going to be on display, which we're happy to see. Yeah. I mean, if you want to put it out there and let someone pick it up. Yeah. Wear white shorts. Uh, <laughs> you can't hide anything in white shorts. I mean, I guess saying. they don't have a choice. Yeah. Every team has to wear white at some point. But yeah, I don't know. We didn't notice it before, but noticed it tonight. Great butt. Yeah. Congratulations. So he's on the rising butt. <laughs> we have to have one of those. There's, yeah. there's an all butt NBA yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh my goodness. I'm sure we could fill it out <laughs> with the amount of uh, butts we they talk can about. Fill it oh, out. okay. All right. Sorry, Joe. I'm no, sorry. I was, I, was about, I was like, if you don't get there, okay. I will. I just feel like it's up to you guys to make some of these jokes. <laughs> you can talk about their butts if you want. Objectify yeah, I really... Them. Um, I don't, it's, I feel weird. I don't notice, I mean, I notice Kyle Lowry's butt, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it's something I need to like be more aware of <laughs> just, as a fan. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm neglecting this whole, this whole element of the game. You are, you're missing out because there are a lot of great butts. Yeah. I'm so focused on shoes. Oh, oh the shoes. good shoes though too. This yeah. Time. I mean, I follow like multiple Instagram accounts of like what, NBA players shoes are what what they're wearing like night to night so it's yeah. like a thing I've just become like moderately obsessed with I'm into it too so um, P- Paul George's shoes tonight or today were great I love them shoes are great yeah you I believe you mentioned last uh, time you were on that you have a pretty sizable shoe collection yeah yeah mm-hmm. so <laughs> do you have a shoe closet do you I have like a section of my no, I don't have like a full closet. Okay. Actually, yeah, I think I mentioned my wife told me I have to throw out a pair of shoes if I ever buy a new. Oh, one. so yeah. it's like I have like a set number. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite shoe? All I do, time? and that's um, why I love Thabo Sebalosha is that he plays in my all-time favorite shoe, which mm. are Air Max Nineties, nice. which are I, it's crazy to be an NBA player. I don't, they don't seem like basketball shoes to me, but he he pulls it off. Yeah. Okay. I think a lot of them play in shoes that they probably shouldn't play in. They look cool, but they they don't have ankle support. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's what I'm concerned yeah. about. Yeah, th- those shoes really don't. And when I, when I obviously when I'm learning my lines, as they say, shooting jumpers <laughs> yeah. by myself. But I like no. But when I play pickup games, like I need like so much. I'm so worried about my ankles, and it's <laughs> yeah. like, and I suck, and yeah. it's like, and I'm not going nearly as hard as professional basketball players. I just don't know. Maybe they just like accrue, like they just get used to having no ankles they have so much like like, scar tissue it makes me so nervous because i want everyone to be playing in like extra high tops just like everyone should be playing in those shoes that deer and fox wears that are like space boots like they've like the the, it wraps up halfway up his calf yeah like protect your ankles because they're fucking weak yeah the stupid human body ankles are weak when I was 13 playing volleyball at, for my school. Okay, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I had an ankle brace, like thick socks and super high tops because I kept rolling my ankles. Yeah. And I'm a flexible 13 year old. Right. Can you imagine being like 27 yeah. to 35? Running yeah. full speed and like lateral cuts. Right. I don't know how. I mean, it's crazy. I permanently, fucked up, on I permanently fucked up my ankle by jumping over a um fence at a bar while you were drunk <laughs> yeah i was drunk but like yeah i jumped over and like to this day my ankle's fucked up mm. if you walk next to agata it sounds like you're walking next to a cement mixer <laughs> i'm just kidding i've never hurt her ankle <laughs> no it just hurts <laughs> um yeah so i'm not i'm not doing anything as athletic as these boys like protect yourself it's not you you don't want to be like looking cool is not as important as like having a long career right even to these guys like they want to stay playing for as long as possible the crazy thing to me is like the guys like trez who wear like different pairs of shoes like quarter to quarter yes like you gotta break those things in yeah (laughs) but i don't know everything about it's madness that guy's gotta have a whole floor in his house of just sneakers i there's actually a really great video i want to say it's like slam kicks or some some yeah. portion of slam that did a video with him that's like the shoe room in his mm. house it's not organized at all it's just a pile There's of shoes. piles <laughs> in it was not organized and some of them are in boxes that's some of funny. them weren't because he's the, at the exact level where he has like more money than he knows what to do with but probably not enough money to have like a full-time like <laughs> shoe organizer which is like you reach a certain level where you like have enough money that like someone just like lives in your house and like cleans up your shoes and yeah. so he's at that exact perfect level yeah, where he just has a million shoes and no one to clean i mean them. it can't be that hard to hire someone to just build a bunch of shelves in a room right hey, like, trez uh hit me up <laughs> yeah. i've got a drill i'll you're gonna do it i'll do it for you i'll get some Actually, ikea I think shelves you'd be good at it I hey I love to drill. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. We so, haven't talked about the game at all. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, there were two guys in front of us with binoculars. <laughs> oh yeah, that was weird. <laughs> we were sitting kind of close to. We were like yeah. behind the basket, we're in section one hundred and six. We're close to the court mm-hmm. and Good these seats. And the, right, like I would say, maybe the end of the first quarter, they're just looking at Billy Crystal. With their binoculars and talking <laughs> about him, as it's like, close oh, as you can. look, there's Billy Crystal, and they're like, oh yeah, he's wearing that hat. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I missed that. It was uh, weird that they had binoculars. It is but- funny when you go to games and when it's like a kind of like a blowout or it's just not like a tense game. Mm-hmm. The things you like start noticing because yeah. I I went to a game um, like six months ago with some friends and uh, the guy in front of us we had we had good seats but the guy in front of us was trying to get a photo of LeBron. 
on his iPhone, but he's he's sort of an older gentleman and was like maximizing <laughs> the camera to like full zoom and then then trying to hit the the capture button. Yeah. And every time he hit it, the camera would move just <laughs> enough that like it would he would be blurry or he wasn't anywhere close to LeBron. And we just because the game was a blowout, like we watched this man try to take one photo for f- for a full half hour, and like we still talk about it. I don't even remember what other team was playing because all we—that's w- just the game where we watched a man try to take a zoomed-in. You didn't think to like help him out and be like, was, no. I mean, he was like, he was just far enough away where we couldn't be like, okay, zoom out, like zoom, in, you know, like like use the side button, like yeah. he, it was, and it was just like we were like crying laughing Amazing. just like wouldn't end oh. so like the binocular guys I feel it's like sometimes it's like you just start focusing on the weirdos around you. it's honestly iconic like we should be bringing binoculars to every game why not we should get those little opera binoculars <laughs> on a stick that's a good yeah. look that's- at Josh Okogie's buttocks <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. And like they look like but they're shaped like butts. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, New Year's class. Yes. Yeah. That would be great. Uh yeah, let's let's fucking do it. Um Kitty Cat had a lot of big yeah. dunks. <laughs> and he was mad he was pretty mad for a lot of the game. He was like yelling at the refs. Yeah, that's that's standard. Standard yeah. cat. Yeah. Yeah. When did he get when did he come back to the game? Uh, you mean after his injury? Yeah, he's been. Yeah, I think he's, this is his fourth or fifth game back. Okay, yeah. So pretty recently. Pretty recently, he's obviously frustrated. You know, like there's some the thing about the Timberwolves that's frustrating, but like I think um, it it's promising is that they're like playing the right way. They just like so like they're taking three pointer. Like they're taking the shots they should take. It's just like no one but Towns can make the yeah. shots which yeah. is like this frustrating thing of like watching them take these like open threes and just like just clanking and it's just like oh we just need a couple guys who can like shoot three and they actually um afterward the game i was like in this section and timberwolves players were like walking out and mm-hmm. uh like the first guys out were the guys who weren't playing so like alan crab and jake layman who were like you know, but it's so funny. Like you see those two guys who are sort of like marginal figures in the NBA, and I'm just thinking like, oh, if you guys were healthy, we might have won. Yeah. I guess yeah. like you guys can hit these shots. It's just no. so frustrating. Yeah, and and Towns, I mean, Towns is so big. He's huge. Yeah, and like you kind of can't. There was no one on the. I mean, maybe Zubats, but there was no one on the Clippers who could really match him when it came to like getting rebounds and stuff. Like yeah. he's so big. He's good. I mean, he should. There were, I will say, Trez and Zubac got a bunch of offensive fouls that was driving me crazy. I mean, offensive rebounds that was driving yeah. me crazy. But yeah, he's a he's a force. That's why, like, but I think it's just because he can't be everywhere at once. It's like he's thing. shooting. I, he's right, and yeah. I think he, like he, you know he gets a lot of shit for his defense, and I think a lot of it's just like I think he's just trying to do too much. And yeah. Like, yeah, he had more faith or reason to believe in everyone else doing the right thing he might not be stuck in like he's just kind of like in the wrong geographically he's like in the wrong place when, yeah when exactly. plays break down so totally. he he looks like he's worse than he might actually be i don't know i i love him and i want him to prosper and it's hard yeah. to see them fail what yeah. if he held you like a baby i would die oh, yeah i think i would too we, we all want that yeah. um i mean i would maybe pick 
Mm. Who do you want to hold you like a Boban? Maybe Boban's oh, yeah. the one. Yeah, I think. yeah. It seems like you'll be, really it'd be feel easy. Like a baby. Yeah, it would be easy for him too. He could pick up anyone like that. Yeah, in one hand and <laughs> scoop you up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What was the final score? Okay, the final score was one hundred six to one eighteen. Uh, Clippers won it, and um, you know I didn't say the scores throughout, but they're not that big of a difference it wasn't until the the fourth quarter that i would say it got it got ugly yeah yeah Yeah. for sure all right let's give out some donkeys donkeys so the donkeys are awards that we give out for arbitrary categories that we make up on the spot we always give out the award for most points has to go to the clippers sorry Mm, joe no you know what i that's fair yeah it's fair it is um Usually we give out best dunk, which this game had some good ones. I'm going to say we should give it to Carl Anthony Towns. I think Towns had the best dunk. But what about Trez? Trez? Oh, wait, Trez had that that breakaway, that like fast break. That was pretty good. Yeah. He yeah. loves to shake the rim. Uh, and I think I saw him. I think he thought about grabbing his dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I saw that one, and too. He was like, I might guess he was hanging so he, one handed. Yeah. Yes. And he like went down and then stopped like. Paris, perilously close to yeah. doing it and then he backed up because I yeah. think he might have gotten a suspension or something. Is um, that against the rules? You can't grab your dick on the court? I mean, like, Marshawn Taunting. Lynch did it in the NFL and got in trouble. Oh, okay. So, um, I would appreciate that they didn't. I, I would have liked to have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, polarizing. Um, we we don't to, agree on everything. We forgot to mention that he kind of got injured. Wasn't really, I'm not sure what it was. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Yeah, um, maybe like, it was just a cramp or something because but, he came back and yeah. then he went out again. I think he twisted his ankle, maybe. It was maybe. his yeah, ankle. Yeah, but then he seemed fine after that. Mm-hmm. But then he went Suspicious. out again. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> maybe a diarrhea. Oh, well. Um, so do we want to give it to Carl Anthony Towns or okay. no, let's give it I to think, Towns? I think it was Trez. I oh, think okay. I will Are you be sure? fair. I think Trez had that. I forgot about that dunk. That dunk was crazy. So dick grabbing. <laughs> yeah, near <laughs> dick grab. Near mm-hmm. dick grab. You have to put the details in there. Yeah. Um, okay, so what else? So um, Shoes? Yeah, there were lots of good shoes on there. And you were you probably could see better than us. We, uh, we saw Paul George's. Paul George's were great. Um... I Towns has like great shoes, but they're also just like so huge that it's sort of like it's off putting. It's like kind of <laughs> clown shoes. Um, they're huge. surreal. Yeah. yeah. They're just like there's just a lot of surface area because he does like artwork on them a lot of the time. And then it's just like it's like a full canvas. That's you know cute. what I mean? Yeah. He's doing the artwork. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, that would be amazing he's if like he was also like, he's just like I'm also like one of the 10 best airbrushers <laughs> in the United States um, I didn't see what art he had I, I, yeah, I think Paul George had great shoes actually alright we're gonna give it to Peach so I'm gonna just throw out best butt for Josh Akogi okay yeah, great yeah that I'm on board with that and as his understudy <laughs> I really have to start doing squats. Beef it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you got to fill out those white shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, do you have any uh, donkeys? Slash, can you speak? Uh, yeah, I want to give most obnoxious crowd behavior to um, booing the player on the other team taking a free throw. Um, I don't like that. Oh, I, I saw can we add that. to that actually? Sure. Yeah. That because they boo them. It's the the Clippers fans 
the only time they get genuinely loud is when they might win a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah. And it's like kind of embarrassing <laughs> it's as a franchise. Crazy. That yeah. truly like the only time it got loud was when um, Towns missed his first free throw in the fourth quarter. Because if you miss both free throws, everyone gets a Chick-fil-A sandwich. So it's People like, really get excited about that. This was uh, this is what I was saying is that Jen and I, I went with my friend Jen and we were saying that like maybe everyone would be loud the whole game if instead of... Uh, uh, incentivizing the other team missing free throws in the fourth quarter that if you just make uh, the tickets two more dollars, mm-hmm. right? And then you just make it so that the everyone gets a chicken sandwich if the team wins. <laughs> right. Then you're cheering the, the whole, whole game because you want them to win because it clearly people want this chicken sandwich right. so badly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's smart. That is smart. And are you a marketing genius? Well, I, that was my friend's idea. <laughs> okay. but I was like, you're. that's exactly right. <laughs> I... Also, today was like a particularly quiet day. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it, because it was a day game. It's um, usually like that. Those 1230 games, it's like, is everyone hungover? Yeah. Like in yeah. the arena? True. Yeah. Even the, the children. children. Yeah. And like 60% of people were wearing Kobe jerseys. So I think that was part of it too. Yeah. yeah there's a very, somber mood. Yeah. yeah. So not a lot of excitement except from the kid behind us. Oh, he was amped up. He was amped. <laughs> Minute one to the last possible second. So and I respected it, but I didn't have the energy. Um, I'll give a donkey yeah. to the the Timberwolves social media team who treated me so nicely, and and I got to meet um, the Fox Sports North team. Cute. Nice. And, um, and one for myself for my assist. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, best assist of the game. I love giving yourself a donkey. That's a move that's never happened on the show, and um, I respect but, it. <laughs> I'm feeling myself. It's my second time on. Yeah, you can, yeah, get a little looser with it. I'll bring White Claw and give myself a donkey. I don't give a shit. I'm going to say best little kitty (laughs) goes to Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, best eyebrows. Oh, he does have such great eyebrows. Yeah. Um, Reminds me I need to get my brows done. But (laughs) I, I bet tonight or maybe yesterday or something, whenever they arrived, I bet he had an appointment for like some threading or something while he was here. That's a great, I don't know. I'll try to find that out. Okay. (laughs) Try to find out who he is. That's the important shit that we want to know. I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but my therapist's office overlooks uh, the hotel that NBA teams often stay at. Really? So sometimes when I'm at therapy, I'll be like staring out the window (laughs) and my my therapist will be like, where'd you go just now? (laughs) Thinking I'm like deep in thought, and then I'll be like, I saw. I think I saw Jeremy Grant. <laughs> like it's literally that's happening like multiple times. Like, Amazing. Yeah, I think I can't tell this. that was a. I think that was a Plumley. <laughs> One of them. You, yeah. you're honest. Yeah. We're gonna. Have I to mean, get the hotel name from you later for <laughs> stocking purposes. Yeah. Um, uh, who won? Okay, gosh, I gotta calculate here. Thank you for the. <laughs> the Timberwolves win it. Wow. Wait, well, does I count? Yeah, you count. Okay, you count. You count as yeah, one of I'm them, so of course. Great. Look, it's these moral victories that count. <laughs> That's what like sustains us as yeah. a fan. And honestly, yeah. winning the donkeys is more important than winning the game. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. We stand by that. Yes, we do. Um, next week. What are we doing next week? <laughs> we don't know what we're doing next week. Um, so just follow us on social media and we'll let you know if we're okay. watching a game. We may not be watching a game. What? Okay. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, let's get into our mail basket. 
So we got a letter in our P.O. box in the mail, which we are begging you guys to send us some stuff because we went through all the trouble of opening it and it's kind of embarrassing. Anastasia keeps going every day and saying, is there any mail in here? Please, Mr. Mailman, tell me I got a letter. Yeah, and he's saying, no, no one no one likes you. No one cares. So we finally got a letter. Um, thank you so much to Evan, who is a Warriors fan. And he says... I'll keep this non-perishable and talk about the NBA at large. I'm a Warriors fan in Portland via the Bay. So as Nitz says, it's legal. (laughs) Um, This being said, the Blazers are a generous city to host me and I have much love for Rip City. Having seen Nurkic at coffee once, I feel my time in Portland has been rewarded. (laughs) Seeing Mello would be nice, but let's not get our hopes up. Would you mind ranking the Warriors team by cuties? I don't know if we have a Kelly Oubre on the roster, but I love your two um, cents. Also, I feel big market teams get too much attention. What are some of your favorite small market teams? Thanks for reading this. Keep up the good work and send my love to Gabe. Cute. Everyone loves Gabe so yeah. much. Producer Uncle Gabe. <laughs> um, thank you, Evan, for sending us a letter. We appreciate it. Um, if you guys want to send us a letter, it's the, our PO box is 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 105, Los Angeles, California, 90027. It's on our website, too. Great questions, Evan. Uh, I... Eric Pascal, who's a new uh, cutie on the Warriors, just got onto the Rising Stars team. So that I thought that was really cool. Pretty political. Pretty political. <laughs> pretty political. He's um he's very good for how bad the Warriors have been. Um, but he's he's very fun to watch. Out, outside of this podcast, mm-hmm. my best friend Noah for years has been calling Steph Curry. Anytime we text, he calls him full name cute little steph curry oh so i mean you gotta consider steph curry he's like a he's like a mount rushmore cutie he is an absolute cutie i mean i think it's hard to argue so i um i love steph he's been on my he's been on my fantasy team even though he's been injured this whole Mm -hmm. time i refuse to get rid of him him. (laughs) plus there's this photo that my friend james sends me regularly of steph in um swim shorts (laughs) i've seen it i've seen the photo in question very nice photo i mean Um, he's 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 got his abs out so you know he looks good he's a handsome man um d'angelo russell yeah, Gabe pulled up D'Angelo Russell on Google Images, I'm assuming, to try to sway us towards him. <laughs> um, I agree. D'Angelo Russell is fucking hot. And he, he has such a, like, cool, like... He's cool. Attitude and confidence about him. I'm into it. His style is wild. Yeah, it is. He'll just, like, show up to a game in, like, a kimono, like a, like a, like a leather kimono or something. <laughs> With like, no oh, shirt on. Yeah, exactly. like, all right, man. Like, yeah. I'm into like that. Like Oakley glasses. Yeah. Like, all right. I think that's fucking cool. He's from the future. Um, Who else do we have? I, the Timberwolves, like, desperately want him. And I wonder if it's just for, like, the cutie effect. Oh. You know, putting him in towns together. Oh, my God. I can yeah. see that. That I would can be definitely cute overload. Um, uh, I think Clay is a controversial cutie um, some people no. are not no. are not, not interested. Not on board with that. Uh, but I love his relationship with his dog, and um, he's yes. got a new girlfriend that's really cute. Saw them recently in person. Saw them dry. I saw. I was I was running in Silver Lake, and I saw a Bentley SUV and a, a man who looked exactly like Clay Thompson and a beautiful woman sitting next to him, and I was like. 
the chances that that's not Clay Thompson are like <laughs> slim to none. I'm like I'm like 98 percent. Plus, sure. no one looks like Clay Thompson. That's what I'm saying. He's I was like, I was like, I think that has to be him. Because <laughs> if you look, like, if you're just like another guy who looks like Clay Thompson and has a Bentley SUV, yeah, and a hot no girlfriend, way. there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Un- unfair. It's him. It's him. Let's just him. count it as it's you him. saw him. I saw him. Um, we'll confirm and, and see if he drives a Bentley. And then Evan, for, as for your other questions, small market teams. I love the I love the Hawks. I love the Suns. I mean, everyone knows that Grizzlies. Grizzlies, Ooh, Grizzlies. are so fun to watch I've been right now. Watching a lot of Grizzlies games. I, yeah, they're I fun. just like pine for John Morant. I was like, oh god. Yeah, if he's only, awesome. If only we had him when he dunked and then stared down the basketball and yelled at it. Yeah, he's nuts. I love him. <laughs> I love him. He's great. I'm excited for him. Does the Miami Heat count as small market? I don't know. It's no. small or big. It's kind of big. It's on the big side. Even if it's not, I don't know, like, like population wise, mm. but they're like a, they're like a esteemed franchise. Yeah. Like yeah. you would want to live there mm-hmm. out of other places that have NBA teams. Okay. Also, the Thunder are always good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Shay Gilgis Alexander. Uh, I fucking love him. Um. So yeah, there's there's lots. Yeah. Um. Great question. Great At question, Evan. Indiana. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Indiana is interesting too because it's like the it's a culture that loves basketball. But it is not necessarily a place that someone would want to live. That's why that Oladipo trade was so smart. Yeah. Mm, because yeah. he played there in college and like he belongs and he like thrives in Indiana yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. It's for the water. Sure. Um, if you guys want to send us something, you can always email us at hi at dunk.town or leave a message on our cutie hotline 903-420-DUNK or you can uh, mail us a letter like Evan did. Our inaugural letter letter writer cutie. Um, our address is on our website, dunk.town. Joe, thank you so much for coming back. Hey, my pleasure. This and was if, awesome. If listeners are tired of the Timberwolves, like I can come back in character as like a <laughs> Memphis fan or a Utah fan. Like I know a lot about basketball. Yeah. I have to like I'm like emotion an unhealthy emotional attachment to the Timberwolves. Yeah. But I can switch it up. I can like don't even have to be myself. I, we can just like create a new. We should talk we about the Grizzlies. Yeah. I would love to watch a. They're great. A yeah. Grizzlies game. They're not sick of the Timberwolves. They're sick of the Clippers, which is fair because we talk about them. But we have tickets to this game. <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> That's the thing. Get over it. <laughs> but I mean, if people are sick of it, then they have to start paying for you yeah, to go to Memphis. Exactly. Experience. Exactly. But Offer us your tickets. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And we'll Nick, maybe go. Nick Bjork did it. And we went. <laughs> so we had another to offer too. Did we? Yeah. Ooh. To the magic. Mm. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it. I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll see how crazy we get. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, uh, just go to my website. I'm doing a lot of stand up. And uh, if you're in Chicago, go see Joe at the yeah. All Star show. The slim chance you live in Alabama. I'm performing in Alabama next month. Where nice. in Alabama? Um, just some guy's house. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed cool. Nice. Uh, no, it's uh, Birmingham. Awesome. Forget Sweet. what day. All right. Well, you can find it on his website. It's all there. Wait, and it's is it JoeMandy.com? Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I'm glad I guessed it. Um, awesome. We have a live show coming up very soon, February 13th at the Virgil in LA Podstar Weekend with our friends, the Airbuds. We've got Jason Concepcion from The Ringer. We've got the Flagrant Ones. 
lots of other friends. I love all these guys. Yeah, yeah. it's a great group of guys. It's going to be a great show. You guys should come out. The tickets, all, the ticket sales all go to charity. Jason Concepcion cutie absolute oh, cutie absolute yeah. he's cutie. been on the show we fucking loved him he's got to come back on i i think i last time we saw or like hung out with him outside of doing stuff i was so aggressive and wanting to be friends with him i think i scared him a <laughs> That's little like bit classic anastasia <laughs> classic anastasia is i i want to be friends with people so badly i come off too strong <laughs> yeah but uh, you know hey. he's a great guy we're we Weird, i haven't gotten that sense at all <laughs> okay i mean i can step it up I well <laughs> hey if you want i will be outside your window <laughs> i will learn the name of your pets <laughs> if you want to check out the show just go to podstarweekend.com um we also have two new shirts in our in our merch store Woo! um cutie nation and clip clop both are on a on sale and available at dunk.town slash store Thank you guys so much for coming on this journey with us. As always, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram, Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website. It's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash clotworthy. Clotworthy.